The following podcast may contain names of people who have deceased. Yalada, I'm your host, Luke Briscoe. I'm a Yalogy man and a digital producer at NRTV. In this series, I'll be exploring personal encounters with spirits from the other side. When you really think about it, there's no place in this country where you can escape from Indigenous ghost stories. Okay, so on the line we have Samantha McMurray calling in from Armadale. Uh, Sam, are you able to share a little bit more about yourself, please? Uh, Well, I'm a 31-year-old person uh, from uh, Inverell living in Armadale uh, and I've always been interested since like a little kid been interested in like the paranormal and the unknown. You have a uh, you've had vast encounters um, but today you're going to share with us one of your encounters. Are you able to share um, in detail you know your encounter? Yep um, so uh, when my Nana Brown was like 15 or 16. I'm not really sure where she lived. I just know that it was a remote valley area in New South Wales. Um, And this was like way back, like way back. Uh, uh, The house she lived in was like on the valley floor and it was about seven minutes or so to like the surrounding bushland. Um, And one day she was home alone working in the kitchen uh, when she she just started to feel really weird, like she felt something was wrong. Um, and so she looked out the window and she noticed that there was a very tall and very dark figure coming out of the tree line towards the house. Um, and even from that distance, it, it didn't look like it was wearing clothes and it looked like it was covered head to toe in like thick brown hair. Um, and it was moving very fast um with a very broad gate and within a few minutes of leaving the trees it was like almost at the house um and so she she continued to feel wrong and she's like i i need to hide um and so she was the 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 house was really small like it only had the kitchen and the bedroom um with like a dirt floor um, and it wasn't really easy to find a hiding space, but she was able to fit into a small cupboard. And within seconds of her hiding, um, she heard the door slam open and, like, something into the house. She could hear, like, things being rummaged through and, like, thrown around and, like, sniffing and growls. And then there was, like, one loud bang and then everything went silent. She wasn't sure about coming out, Um but she, she, after a few minutes, she decided to come out and the kitchen was in ruin and then the food was crushed and scattered everywhere and the furniture was upturned and scratched and there was like a really just horrible stench in the air um, and like big footprints in the dirt and stuff. Um, and for the rest of the day, she was afraid that it would come back, but it never did. And on occasions when she was close to the bush, or in it she felt like she was being like watched or listened to but as far as I know she never experienced it again 
but it was something that definitely stuck with her. And it's, I find it really interesting that the only cryptid type story from my family ha- is from my Aboriginal grandmother. Um, all the other stories are more ghostly and spirit type based things. So um, that's her story. And with me, uh, as I said, I've been really interested in the strange and spooky and believe in otherworldly happenings. Um, But like, I'm sure this is the same for most people. Like when you experience, like even though you like believe it and stuff is like, it's a weird validation when you see it, but it's like, do you believe your own eyes that it's actually happening? And stuff like it makes you feel like you're going crazy that it's actually happening to you um one experience that really sticks in my mind to this day was when i was 21 um it happened in my home in in Varel. um and like my mum's house really short hallway and my bedroom at the time was like basically just one step through the doorway of the hallway to my bedroom door. And um, usually instead of turning on the hallway light, I'd turn on my bedroom light because it's like right there. And I was in the process of doing that one step to turn on my light when I felt like something had jumped out at me in the dark. Um, And I stepped screen, but like there was nothing there. But like in my head like it it's not like I saw it It was like an impression of sort of like the you know the crinoline photo aura photos um of like a scruffy old man with like a beard and wearing like an akubra and I it's it's always I'm still I'm wary uh, I'm still wary about the hallway even to this day like going in I'm, I'm afraid that something like that will happen again but um a spiritual friend of mine said that she believes that uh whoever jumped out at me is like my spirit guide and that he jumped at me because there was something bad that was nearby and he was scaring me to protect me to get away from whatever was about to hurt me um but uh, one of the other things that definitely sticks with me, I'm still very wary about my current flat in Armadale. Um, uh, when I was going to university, which was a while ago, a few years ago, I lived in the Aboriginal hostel here. Um, and both of these experiences happened around the witching hour, which is like three o'clock for those who don't know the term. Um, and I was working from my sleep. The first time happened in mid 2015. I was living in the Aboriginal hostel um, and my bed was facing the far corner of my room against the wall. I had my back um, to the room and was facing the wall when I woke suddenly with this feeling that something was standing behind me. Uh, again, it, I didn't have my eyes open. It wasn't like I actually physically saw it. It was like an impression in my mind 
of a little being, all black, but I could still tell that it was hooded, um, probably about the size of like a hobbit or like a, a seven-year-old kid. Um, and I, it was gone in like a flash. It like happened in like a second in my mind. Um, and like, I didn't feel like there was any ill will, but it like still scared me. Um, the next one was in, uh, 2016 in my current flat. I'd only just moved in probably about a month or so beforehand. Um, and I had my bed, uh, like in the middle of the room with my back to the door. Well, no, I had, I was facing the door, but like, that's how the bed was situated. And I got the feeling again, like I woke suddenly, but this time I had my eyes open and standing in my doorway close to my bed. Um, but this time there was a figure and it was at least seven foot tall um, and it was still hooded, but this time I could see its face and it was like a skeletal face, like that, that image of the Grim Reaper and stuff. Like he didn't have a scythe or anything, but it was like that classic image of the Grim Reaper. And this time, like, even though I didn't feel ill will, it was such a shocking thing that like I screamed a sound that I never heard myself make before and I was just very on edge for the rest of the night like I slept with the lights on for the next few nights and everything like it was very shocking um but I haven't really felt anything else around the flat since that's happened I've been here for probably about three or four years now um and sometimes I can see like shadows out of the corner of my eye or like I hear something but I'm not sure if it's like outside because I do live on a busy road but like sometimes the sound my flat um and yeah it's just I, I I always seem to be able to feel whether a place is good or not or whether something bad has happened or whether something is there um one of my my spiritual friends like thinks that i'm an empath with like the beginnings of like the site but it ha i haven't really worked on it to see if i could see things more clearly than the experiences i've had i have a couple of questions for you yep. um so yeah firstly uh so why do you think these occurrences are happening to you I don't really know. I just, I think it might be because I'm just a very open and intuitive person. Um, I feel energies quite a lot. Um, and I don't know, maybe that just attracts that. And I know that like my dad has, even though I, I, I haven't talked to him much about things, like he's Aboriginal as well. Um, like he he's very spiritual about those things and open about that stuff so maybe it's like linked through that somehow and how has you know these occurrences uh, shaped you as an adult now you're 31 um oh I, I think that because like I experienced and heard all these things from when I was really young like it it's one of my 
major interests, if not passions, about like studying and talking to people about the unknown and the paranormal and everything. Like my dream job would be to be like a a paranormal psychologist or well not necessarily a psychologist, like a, an investigator, going to these places to to find evidence um about these things that happen and like seeing how it shaped people and everything. You said that you go out to um, different places and you feel different energies. Can you give us a little mm. bit of insight into that? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I've, I've never really noticed if there's, like, a, a change in, like, the atmosphere around me or, like, wind or anything like that. It's just, like, I don't know. Just sometimes it's, like, the bottom of me just drops out if I feel like it's a bad thing. Um... And sometimes I can like pinpoint, you know, like it's, I'm not going over there. Something really bad is over there. And I, um, I think it like might have all of this sort of started happening with being able to feel that sort of thing back when I was like 15, around that time. It's uh, uh, around that time when the, um, the thing jumped out at me. Um, I had an experience before that, but it it, always, it seemed to like just be more prevalent after that. And like, if there's like something that doesn't necessarily meet that that isn't bad or anything around, like I still feel like that weird drop, but it's not like a a bad drop. Like it's I don't know, it's like my center moves. <laughs> it's, it's really weird to explain. <laughs> Do you think that this could be something that, you know, um, is generational? I'd say possibly. Um, I don't really know. Like, I know a lot of my stories, like, they've spanned many years um, with my family and stuff, like, way back. And there's probably even stories before the stories that I know and tell and everything. So, like, I, I reckon it's a very definite possibility and it would be really interesting to find the links and everything between that to see if if it can be generational and all that. Are you comfortable with, you know, seeing spirits, you know, on occasion? Uh, I, I am, but at the same time, like, I've still got that fear because, like, I, even though I've had experiences and heard these stories and stuff, like, I still haven't, I guess had like a prolonged thing it's always seems to be in like flashes um i feel like if i i i feel like i'd be fine if i experienced something that was a little longer than flashes i'd still have that fear of that unknown but because i'm so curious about it like i'd still try my best to not <laughs> run screaming because that doesn't help anything <laughs> And did you ever feel fearful for um, not only yourself, you know, at times, but, but your family? Like, do you feel like a bit of a, you know, that there might be a hindrance in terms of, like, you know, these, these dark shadows following you? Hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever felt... There's only one time that I felt something was bad. Um, and that's in Armadale. There is uh, a place that used to be the uh, old teachers college here 
Um, and I've done like a ghost tour there and everything. But before I did that, uh, a friend of mine took me to explore the grounds and stuff one night. And uh, down the hill behind the teacher's college on the, on the grounds, there's a, a sort of like newer building where they keep the archives and everything. And uh, he was like, do you want to go and look at it? And I was like, yeah, sure. And we're work- walking along the back uh, like parking lot and it's like the the archives is down this little hill um, and I stepped onto the curb of the parking lot and was about to step onto the hill to go down and I was like no I'm not going down there if I take one more step something bad is going to happen like I am not going down there um, and that's like the only time where I felt so powerfully about like I will get hurt if something ha- if if I keep on going. Every other experience I've had, like while it has scared me because it's been so sudden and shocking, I've never felt ill will towards me, which I guess is pretty good <laughs> that I've only experienced it once and it was like in a certain place. I haven't felt like anything bad has really been following me or my family, thankfully. Thank you for sharing your encounter on the show with us. Uh, and is there any last words you'd like to say? Uh, thank you for having me. This has been really interesting. Like like I said, I just love talking and studying this subject matter. And it's uh, really interesting to be able to, uh, I guess, think on my experiences and stories and stuff and like maybe see it from a different perspective than the ones that I've been telling all these years. Yeah, great. Well, I encourage you, yeah, to con- continue to share your stories because I believe that, um, you know, the more we share, the more we can understand you know, why mm. we're seeing these encounters happen. Definitely. Thank you for uh, being on the show and sharing your insights. Thank you. If you like this story, then check out our other Indigenous ghost stories. Chuchumanajal. Indigenous people have lived in this country for thousands of years and formed deep spiritual relationships to the landscape, which is generational. Some of these spiritual bonds include communicating with spirits on the other side. And she was standing in the middle of the kitchen, pointing up to the air. And my mum said, what are, you, what are you doing? And she said, I'm talking to Daddy. And within a few minutes of leaving the trees, it was like almost at the house. From the Huawei in the south to the Dajay in the north, whether we like it or not, these spirits are a part of this land and a part of all of our lives.